0: Hey friends, welcome to Thursday, February 17th. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today as we journey through Psalm 36. We've had a good week. We've talked about God's mercy. We spent a whole day talking about his faithfulness, verse five. Uh, yesterday, we talked about his righteousness and his judgments and his preservation. We talked about his creation being an abundance creation that it had it not been sin-stricken and fallen, there wouldn't be the haves and have-nots and the powerful and the weak and the educated and the uneducated and the rich and the poor and the insiders and the outsiders or the connected, the well-connected and the disconnected, the disenfranchised. There wouldn't be the oppressors and the oppressed. There wouldn't be any of that if it weren't for sin. And we can escape it all, not by building new systems, not by fighting in power struggles. We escape it all by coming to Christ and knowing Jesus because he's the one that makes it all right. It's his judgments. It's his righteousness that's going to write the record. And we're waiting on him to return and restore his creation and be the perfect king over a perfect kingdom. And when creation is made right, there will be abundance once again. You know, in heaven, in eternity, in the new creation, on the new heaven and the new earth, we're, this not, we're not going to be operating in capitalism. There's going to be total provision, total abundance, enough for everybody all the time. And we're not talking about communism. We're talking about something entirely different. A lavish God, a merciful God, a faithful God, a righteous God, a just God, preserving and blessing. Look at verse 7. How excellent, how excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. The word excellent is precious and valuable of high quality pertaining to things that are rare or beloved or splendid. How excellent is your or thy loving kindness. Loving kindness is again that word has said, that abundant, lavish grace and mercy of God. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, okay, so because his mercy, his faithfulness, his righteousness, his justice, his preservation, his his mercy, his loving kindness, therefore, the children of men, that's you and me, put their trust. That's our uh, faith. That's our, uh, that's faith for salvation. Of our souls. That's faith for provision, faith for protection, faith for direction, faith for worldview, faith for everything we would need. Lord, I want it from you. I don't want to get it from the world. I want to get it from you. I want to get everything I need from you. And everything that I do need, and everything that I enjoy, and every good thing in my life. James said, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. Of lights, with whom is no variables, no shadow of turning. He's completely faithful. He doesn't, he doesn't give one day and take away. He doesn't. He's not on off. He doesn't. He's not emotionally uh, on off with me. No, he's faithful. He's reliable. He can be counted on. So we can put our trust. Now look at this. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Under the shadow of thy wings. There's two pictures here. Um, The shadow word is referring to shelter and protection. Shade, okay, and shelter and protection. All three wonderful concepts. Shadow of thy wings. The wings. Now, does God have wings? This is clearly a figure or a metaphor, okay? It's a word picture that David is using. But I want to give you two places where he might have gotten the idea. Uh, I think it's Psalm 91, talks about a, a mother bird hovering over her young ones, put, bringing them under her wings in vulnerable situations or in a storm or to protect them or to warm them from the uh, elements <laughs> and from the elephants, okay? <laughs> I don't know why my brain does that sometimes. One day I'm going to be too old to do enough for today just because of stuff like that. You guys are going to start writing in and going, hey, uh, you guys better get him off camera and take him off. Anyway, protecting their young from the elements, okay? So there's this picture of God drawing you close to himself and protecting you like a mother hen or a mother bird. But there's another picture, and that is the Ark of the Covenant. In the Holy of Holies in the temple originally in the tabernacle and then in the temple this was a this was a figure a representation of god's presence among men and where god, temple is the place where god and man meet and no man but the high priest was allowed to go into the inner part of that temple called the holy of holies and he would go there once a year to make atonement for the sins of the people to present the blood now if you understand new testament contrasting with Old Testament that system came up to the cross Jesus was the Lamb of God who shed his blood and the High Priest of God who presented that blood at the mercy seat that's the the Ark of the Covenant was a piece of furniture that was in the Holy of Holies where the priest would present the blood all of it was a picture of Jesus and what he would do for us where he would present his blood before the throne of God the mercy seat in heaven Um, Well, that mercy seat, that Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holies had on the top of it a sculpture of two angels. with uh, They were called cherubim, and they had wings. And their wings were extended to where they meet in the middle. If you Google a picture of the Ark of the Covenant, you'll see what I'm talking about, the wings, okay? And under those wings on that Ark literally I'm getting chills as I'm talking to you about this, was where the blood of the Lamb was placed to symbolize the mercy of God uh, being poured out upon men. Anybody that would place faith in that, uh, that substitutionary sacrifice, okay? Well, under the shadow of thy wings, put their trust under the shadow of thy wings is a gospel picture It's a picture of the blood that represents my salvation being placed under the wings of those cherubims in the Holy of Holies. And all of that is a picture of the moment that I placed my faith in Jesus. I was brought into. Now, remember when Jesus died on the cross and when he cried, it is finished, the veil of the temple was ripped. Well, that veil was the curtain that kept men out of the Holy of Holies. So God said no more are men prohibited from coming into the holy of holies because Jesus has made the sacrifice. So now I can come to the mercy seat and I can be sheltered. I can proverbially be proverbially speaking, figuratively speaking, I can it's almost this would have been this would have been unthinkable to an Old Testament priest. But I can like a child come into the holy of holies, the very throne room of heaven and I can, as it were, climb up onto the mercy seat and I can hunker down under the wings of those cherubim angels where the mercy of God flows forever and infinitely and it can never uh, be exhausted I'll never use up all of his mercy. I'll never be thrust out of the Holy of Holies. I'll never be cast off of the Ark of the Covenant. I'll never not be permitted to be under the shadow of those wings. So it's, that's an awesome verse. The children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Oh, my friend, if you don't know Jesus as Savior, trust him so that the mercy of God can shadow you forever. And if you do know him, celebrate it today, because the God of abundance welcomes you right into his presence. And that's enough for today. Happy Thursday, we'll see you tomorrow.